ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, other, like, for real, we gotta do better on gender-neutral words, y'all. We gotta do better. Dear Queer Diary. Dear Queer Diary, so I get a lot of questions on gender-neutral words, and the thing that sucks is that my answer all the time is pretty much I don't know, because while there are a lot of languages around the world that have gender-neutral terms that uh, you know put in a third gender or are just neutral on everything, English is not one of them. Uh, English doesn't have quite as much gender as something like uh, French or Spanish, which puts gender onto uh, a lot of objects. But we don't have a lot of good terms for most things. And some of the ones that do exist honestly kind of suck. So let me give you an example. If your sibling has a child, both of those gender-neutral words, great. The... Gender neutral for niece or nephew is nibbling, which if you're four, if that uh, if that kid is a, a kid, an actual child, sure, might be cute. I, for one, don't really want anybody calling me a nibbling because I'm an adult and I deserve respect. And that's not a real word. And I'm fine with plenty of ridiculous shit like you wouldn't believe, but... I really don't want to be called a nibbling. There's a lot of debate on this online, too, about things like kid. You can use words like offspring, spawn, things like that, and that works great for a lot of people. Fantastic. They are zany individuals, but that's not everyone. You don't have to be zany and off-the-wall a nerd, whatever you want to call it, In order to be non-binary, anybody can be. Uh, I, for one, am a nerd. I still don't want to be called Spawn. So, what do my parents call me that doesn't make it sound like I'm 11 years old? There's not a great alternative for words that make it sound like children. There's child and there's kid. What do you use for someone who's not a son or a daughter and is an adult? That's, that's a big problem that seems to be occurring, is that anytime there is some sort of third or newt in English, it is some sort of terminology that is applicable more to children, people who are not adults. And I don't want to go into the working world and say, yeah, this is my nibbling. So what do we do? I mean, we can come up with a bunch of words and try to all agree to start using them, but how do you get the word out on that? You know, and what do you even say? Creating new words is something that happens all the time, but usually not on purpose. Usually slang becomes some sort of new part of our dialect, and even then, 
a lot of that is temporary. So how do you establish an entire new rule set of relationships for people? I mean, there's not really a clear answer I have, because obviously I'm not out here solving this by myself. But one thing you can do is start talking to people about how they would prefer to be referred to by. And sometimes that means brainstorming with them. My uncle asked me if he could still call me the gender of, you know, niece-nephew. And I said, sure, and that's fine, but, you know, it's not great to hear a sort of dead gender reference to me. I would much, much prefer to have some sort of word that didn't sound ridiculous or inappropriate, but also suited me. But so many of them try and just combine the words, like nephew. So I propose neat. That's what I like. I like neat. And maybe that's not the term I'd actually want to go with. That's just something I thought of off the top of my head. But the problem there is I then have to put the onus of responsibility generally on everyone else. I don't usually refer to myself and their relationship to me when I'm talking about things. It's other people who are referencing me who have to use these terms. And that feels like a lot to ask of them, even though... If they're people who really care about me, it's absolutely no big deal. But that's part of the struggle, is that the people who really need to bear the brunt of that weight of creating new words that include absolutely everybody that can be used interchangeably, it's got to be on the cis. And I know some cisgendered allies who are fantastic, who really put the work in, But it's hard enough to get people to use they, them at times. And I don't know about creating a whole new vocabulary. But that doesn't mean there's not hope. What I can do is I can start brainstorming. Uh, We can start working together. If you have an idea for some sort of gender-neutral term, please, please, uh, I would love to have you send it in to... Uh, Twitter at Dear Queer Pod or uh, podcast at dearqueerdiary.com. I would like to additionally say thank you. I record these episodes in huge batches all at once because uh, they're so quick. I can just get a whole bunch done all at once. So every episode you've listened to up until now was one recording session. So Uh, I wanted to say thank you to everyone who has been listening. I am really astounded at the number of listeners I have in India. I'm uh, humbled and honored that you are listening to my podcast, even though I know I have a lot of cultural touchstones that are probably different from India. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you have any perspective to share, if you have anything you want to talk about, uh, I would be glad to hear it. Again, please reach out through Twitter or through email. And thank you again for listening to my humble five-minute ramp podcast that I figured no one would listen to. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to have y'all. I hope to see all of you again next week. And in the meantime, stay queerious. Stay curious.